Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. William & Mary has named Cal Senior Associate AD and Chief Development Officer Brian Mann as its next AD. Tribe President Catherine Rowe said, quote, He has a wonderful habit of exceeding goals at top institutions, which also is a hallmark at William & Mary. Rowe also remarked that Mann, quote, has the strategic insights and know-how to get us to where we need to go. Interim AD Jeremy Martin adds, quote, The more we learned about him during our thorough process, the more impressed we were with his experience, leadership presence, and ability to build relationships. NCAA President Mark Emmert is pushing for, quote, temporary guidance that will allow student-athletes to earn compensation from their NIL as of July 1st, according to The Athletic's Nicole Auerbach. Emmert said, quote, This additional guidance is essential as we work to achieve our commitment to allowing NIL opportunities for all student-athletes. Although permanent NIL rule changes by July 1st are unlikely due to the legal environment, we are working with divisional governance bodies to develop interim solutions that will allow student-athletes to take advantage of NIL opportunities regardless of the state in which they are enrolled. Our intent is to have these interim measures in place by July 1st. USA Today's Steve Berkowitz reports that alternate legislation proposed by the Pac-12, ACC, and SEC that would largely leave it up to schools to develop their own NIL will continue being discussed this week and into Monday. One source with knowledge of discussions tells Berkowitz, quote, because of Monday's ruling, this is evolving as we go. There's a healthy dialogue that will continue not only tomorrow, but throughout the week. We're looking for what is the best bridge from now to hopefully federal legislation that doesn't trigger any antitrust issues. Inside counsel and outside counsel are taking a look with a sharper pencil and a more concise lens. There are going to be adjustments to the proposals. The only thing that's off the table is a do-nothing option. And Tulane law professor Gabe Feldman adds, quote, The safest way to proceed for the NCAA is to allow the conferences or schools to make their own rules. And regardless of how restrictive the conference or school rules are, they are unlikely to violate antitrust law because no individual conference or school has sufficient power in the market to harm competition. Any rule the NCAA agrees to regarding NIL compensation, even if it is very permissive, could still be subject to attack under antitrust law. Really, the only entity left that can provide the NCAA protection under antitrust law is Congress. And in other NIL news, Sportico's Eben Novi Williams shares an inside look at Florida State's NIL preparations, noting that education has extended beyond student-athletes. Quote, nothing FSU media team members make can be used for commercial purposes, so FSU has repeatedly emphasized an arm's-length approach when it comes to photographers and videographers. It's unclear how tight enforcement of the rules will be, but NIL missteps mean violating state law, a totally different animal than violating NCAA rules. With the process still in its infancy, Seminole Senior Associate AD Jim Curry says, quote, Nobody even knows what questions to ask at this point, and that's fine. We're all going to learn this together. I do worry that we spend a lot of time here thinking about the extreme outlier examples or scenarios, when really we're mostly going to see a lot of those nominal transactions occur. You don't want to set policy for the exceptions, you want to set it for the norm. To that end, Influencer CEO Jim Cavale notes, quote, It's not like on July 1st a windfall of financial activity is going to occur. Student-athletes are going to have to educate themselves and take a lot of action for this to work. It's not just going to fall in their lap, no matter how good they are. 
California State Senator Nancy Skinner discusses her amendment to move the Fair Pay to Play Act's effective date up to September 1st, saying, quote, the result of all these other states joining our bandwagon is that California colleges could be at a disadvantage, and our own student-athletes wouldn't be able to enjoy the rights we want to give them until years after other states. So Senator Stephen Bradford and I decided we'd better fix that. And the U.S. Supreme Court has sided with a high school cheerleader in free speech dispute after a profane Snapchat rant resulted in her suspension from the team. CBS's Dennis Dodd reports, quote, had one attorney tell me this is a win for NCAA athletes in the NIL player empowerment arena. Ohio's NIL bill has passed a House committee and is set for a full House vote tomorrow, per USA Today's Steve Berkowitz. The bill already has passed the Senate and would take effect on July 1st. And Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger shares some highlights of U.S. Senator Roger Wicker's meeting with student-athletes today. Regarding the impact on recruiting, student-athletes indicated that NIL opportunities would have a bearing on where they choose to go to school. The student-athletes also estimated that 99% of their peers would not need representation for NIL deals and emphasized that economically disadvantaged student-athletes would be more vulnerable to scamming. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Wednesday, June 23rd. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.